Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jackie Stewart podcast. Um, I just want to let you know if you hear somebody breathing in the background. <laughs> this is my son. I at first I was not going to release an episode this week because I just didn't feel inspired to talk about anything. Actually, that's not true. There's been something coming up um, that I wanted to share a few times. But then every single time I was about to record, I was like, oh, I don't really know if I know how I want to articulate that. But I just read something on Instagram. There was this woman who is an influencer or whatever, and she posted her thoughts, which was something along the lines of like, sometimes I just want to take my kids and my husband and run off and just like be somewhere and live a life that I can just really enjoy and where I don't have to get up at 7 a.m. and sit the, send the kids to daycare. And it's not about buying things. It's not about nice cars and all of these two things. And when I read that, what she wrote, like it was a lot more. But in a nutshell, it really brought back to what's been, what's been coming up for me that I've been wanting to share. So here I am sharing it. But, you know, just so you know, like my son is literally sleeping right next to me. If you hear somebody breathing, that's him. And with that being said, the theme, or not even theme, the phrase that's been coming up periodically over the last few weeks for me is, be where your feet are. And I appreciate that thought, that phrase so much, because in my opinion, it really anchors you in the present moment. Like, where are your feet? Be right there. And it also increases your capacity for what is. And I'm going to explain that a little bit. But when the war between Palestine and Israel broke out at the beginning of October, and I'm not going to go knee deep into war talk here, but just a little bit of a reference. And everybody was posting stuff, rightfully so. Started educating people, started sharing people, rightfully so. I felt this immense need to go inward. And I spent a lot of time inward, just kind of like taking in all of that energy that was around me, alchemizing it and really letting come up what wanted to come up. And it took a few weeks. And, you know, I didn't feel called to share anything. You know, I've been doing my own work on my own time, but. And I don't feel pressure to do so because it's not authentic. Okay, I don't have to share that I'm for some uh, someone or supporting someone in, in a certain way just to like show solidarity. You know, I don't have to do that to just perform. But anyways, after these weeks of like transmuting that energy and really feeling into the into it, the phrase be where your feet are come, came up. And it resonated so deeply for one when it comes to this war. And what we see on Instagram and all these other media platforms for one it's really great because we we have so much more awareness of what really happens in other countries when there's war than ever before right like before we would we would really depend on what's been shown on the tv or what we can read in the newspaper and now there's more sure everything is still manufactured and i really don't believe a lot of sources even on the internet um there's so many videos that are being manufactured. That was the same thing with the Ukraine war where 
they would show all of these bombings and it actually never happened. Like that was a, there was this one video where they showed this bombing. They were like, this just happened in Ukraine. And the same video actually was from a bombing that happened in Japan years ago. But I'm also not here to, to tell you what to believe or not to believe. You have to make that own discernment. But, um, right. So, you know, some of these, um, you know, we are, we are able to witness this and be so much more connected to the people that are really experiencing that to really hear their stories, to really hear what's going on, to really feel this connection. And at the same time, it is so incredibly overwhelming and traumatizing to the nervous system to witness horror on a screen because it's not happening to you directly, right? So your body doesn't know what to do with all of that horror that it's witnessing. There is this charge of helplessness, of anger, of of fear, of grief, of sadness. All of that is coming up and it has nowhere to go because it doesn't know where to go. So then a lot of like shame stuff comes up, right? I'm sitting here, I'm, 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 I'm healthy, my kids are healthy, whatever, and these people are fucking dying. And even that charge of shame, right? So many people don't know how to hold all of these emotions, the helplessness, the grief, the anger, the fear, the shame, the guilt, all of which is coming up. So what they do is then project it onto others. This is where you see people shaming other people into why are you not speaking up? Why aren't you doing this? Da, 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 da. Or this whole thing of, okay, I'm safe here. I can't just sit here and be safe and eat dinner and be happy. I have to do something. Right, all of that is like a traumatized response from the nervous system being so traumatized what it sees. I'm not saying that you shouldn't use your voice or platform, but if it comes from a dysregulated space, you are really paying, you're not paying attention to your, your body, you're just like, you're just reacting. So because I've been healing so much on a somatic level this whole year, I have had the capacity to hold all of these emotions the incredible pain when I see mothers holding their dead children, right? The grief that comes up, the, the helplessness, so much helplessness, um, the guilt, right? And because I was able to hold it, the phrase, be where your feet are, really was able to emerge from within me. And when you witness horror, and you feel so much compassion for what is happening. You cannot forget that you have to be where your feet are. Right. And again, like seeing so much on a screen can be so fucking dysregulating. Um, I think we need to have better boundaries on what we consume. But what really came up with that phrase of like, be where your feet are is for one in terms of like, yes, the war is happening over there. I'm witnessing all of that, but I am here. Like, let me be here because frankly, and I don't, I don't really want to speak for the, the people of Palestine or anybody else, but frankly, what is it going to do if I am not present where I'm really at? Like, this is just creating more disconnection for me and my own experience, my own energetic field, my own family, right? If I'm just glued to the screen, glued to whatever, when I'm just in my head and I can't be present where I'm at. And this is where I feel like the social media makes it a lot more difficult for people to really be where they are. And 
the other thing that really came up for me was so much death happening. And then I thought about it. I was thinking, ruminating, what does death really represent? It, was, it, it represents the ending of something. But then also it represents rebirth because when something ends, something new has to begin, right? That's the one of the laws of the universe. And I'm not, what I don't want to do right here is I don't want to use the innocent death of so many people uh, and say, this is what this represents. They didn't die in vain or whatever. This is not what I'm doing, okay? So please don't feel like, well, you can think whatever you want. But this is just what I'm saying. However, this situation and all of the death happening has brought that up in me where I feel like what is happening in the world right now is such a clear message of endings and new beginnings. And also that today, tomorrow is never promised. It really isn't. Sure, we might not be on the verge of a war happening but tomorrow is never promised and witnessing so much horror witnessing how people are losing everything in their lives their homes their land right their children their loved ones their own lives body parts they don't have safe spaces they don't have routine they they don't wake up go to work they don't wake up going to school they don't wake up doing the things that they love. For them, everything is just about survival at this moment. It has really brought the attention back on me to look at my life and say, where am I not 100% authentic with myself? Where am I not living my life to its fullest? Because tomorrow is never promised. I could find myself in a crisis that is all about survival tomorrow where, you know, knock on wood, but something happens and all of a sudden everything that i have done up until this point doesn't matter because it's all about survival and when you are in a crisis and you know that can be like a relationship crisis but also a crisis like the people are right now in gaza or if you're really sick i think that's something we might be able to relate more a little bit better super sick like on the <laughs> you feel like you're on the deathbed type of sick right what do we usually do? We appreciate what it was like to be healthy. We're like, damn, I don't even remember what it was like to be healthy, to not throw up, to not have a fever, to not be so sick. And then all of a sudden you're like, I just wish I could go back and have this. So I'm, I'm again, I don't want to speak for them, but I can only imagine how many people experiencing this crisis right now are like, I just wish I could wake up in the morning and go to school or go to my shitty job, right? And this is just where I feel like on a personal level that is a little bit has nothing really do with the war and the education and what's really happening in Israel and Gaza itself. It's like, where are you really fucking not living your truest life? Where are you living on default? Where are you doing things that you really don't want to do, but you think you have to do them? Where are you? not living to your full potential where are you not setting boundaries where are you not packing up your kids and your husband and say fuck this life i'm gonna go over here live in the woods and live the life that i truly want where are you doing this because tomorrow is never fucking promised 
death happens all the time. Literal death and then also metaphorical death, right? Things are ending all the fucking time. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself because you came here to have this human experience. So have the full fucking experience. But then also the other thing that came up and I said that at the beginning was having the capacity for what is. What do you currently have in your life? Where can you bring more gratitude and appreciation for it? Because I know for myself, there are things that I want, right? Dreams that I have, things I want to accomplish, um, I want to experience. And it feels so good to be in that dream state of, oh my God, I can't wait for this to happen, to happen. And, you know, I, I truly believe like getting into the energy of what is to come and what you desire really calls in your manifestations. But at the same time, if you cannot, if you do not have your, if your body doesn't have the capacity to be where it is in this present moment, then you're also not creating capacity for what is to come. And oftentimes if we then get our manifestations, we can't fully hold them. Either we lose them, right? Like you, you called something in and then you can't hold it because your body's capacity is too small. So you lose it or you have it and you feel constant shame. You feel guilt. You feel like, oh my God, I just got this, but I can't really appreciate it because what if something happens to it? What if this is, what all of these are indicators that your body does not have the capacity for what you are actually, what you manifested. And that can be changed by increasing your capacity for what is. For example, and this is a very small example, but for two years or so now, I have had the desire to move. I said it to my husband, I think it was two years ago. I said, you know what? Yeah, it was 2021, maybe a little earlier than that. Beginning of 2021, I'm pretty sure it was. I said, you know what? I don't wanna live in California anymore. I wanna move to the East Coast. So in 2021, we actually visited a few um, places on the East Coast, checking it out, feeling like, oh, maybe this could be it, maybe this could be that. Um, and then when we came back and realized, so we went to Philly and we realized Philly is great. I really, we really enjoyed ourselves there, but that's not where we want to live. Um, we came back and I realized, you know what? I really think I want to move to North Carolina. I have visited it once. I really enjoyed it. And even beyond like the logical reasons, something is calling me there. So when I said that to my husband, he was like, oh, fuck that. I'm not moving to the South. Like, hell no. Um, so he was like, you know, I'm open to us moving, but let's figure out something else. So I was like, hmm, all right. I hear you. I hear your concerns. Let's just sit on it. And then last year he was like, you know what? I think I want to move to North Carolina. I'm ready. If this is really where you feel called, I trust that this is where we need to be. So that was already like this. Oh my God. Yes. Amazing. And then this whole year of 2023, the, the desire just became stronger and stronger and stronger. Like to the point where I was like, okay, I'm just ready to sell this house to somebody and pack up everything and leave. Right. During this process, I also learned that I don't want to do stupid, impulsive stuff. Like I want to do it in a smart. And when I say smart, I don't mean like everything has to be planned out logical, but just you know, let me take it slow in my nervous system. Like I don't have to strain my nervous system just to move. That's not necessary, right? I can trust that it will un unfold naturally in a way that is actually really easy for me. 
So, but we have taken necessary steps to, to move towards that, right? Like we are really, we are aiming towards it. We are moving into the move. And there are so many times where I'm just like relishing in the thought and I'm like, ah, it's going to be so good and I can't wait and a new house and just being somewhere else and being on the East coast. Like it feels so good in my body. And then I am not, when I'm doing this, I mean, from time to time, this, like I said, it's really nice to be in the energy of what is to come. But what I'm forgetting is where I'm currently at, the house that I currently have, the city that I currently live in. And I do have a lot of resentment and resistance towards the, the city that we live in. I don't enjoy living here. But I have really challenged myself to increase my capacity for what is and not focus on what is to come. What is going to come is going to come in its own time, in its own way, right? If I feel it, if I have the desire, it's already in my energetic field. I don't have to worry about it. But let me be where my feet are. And let me increase my capacity for what is, which oftentimes means, okay, let me sit with all of this discomfort that is in my body that I don't like, that I want to escape from, let me learn how to be with it so it can expand in my body and actually turn into comfort, into something that feels good, right? So I can really fully appreciate where I am, what I have, be grateful for what is, even if it's not perfect, knowing what I want is to come and right have this anticipation, this excitement all at the same time yeah okay i think that's really it like this is really what came through and i mean honestly there's a few more things but i just don't want to put that all in one in one episode but maybe this is something you can take away for your week uh, maybe it resonated to really be where your feet are and to increase your capacity for what is um and also that's something else. If you are witnessing everything that's going on and you feel so much guilt and shame because you are sitting here happily healthy while these people are dying, I really invite you to, to just sit with that guilt, to just sit with the helplessness. You don't have to act on it. You don't have to react to it. You don't have to shit on yourself because guess what? As much as these people in Gaza deserve a happy, healthy life, so do you. You do, right? Their suffering does not negate your happy, healthy life. It doesn't mean that something in your life has to change, right? So I really invite you to sit with that. I really invite you to sit with your discomfort of what is and to really practice being where your feet are. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this um, episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, let me know what resonated with you, what came up for you. Send me an, um, a DM on Instagram at d.jackiestewart. Leave a comment under this episode. Share it with somebody that you think can really benefit from it. You know, these, these things like having capacity for what is and being where, the, where your feet are does not just apply to global crisis. Like that applies to every single thing. So take what resonates, leave what doesn't. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. I see you next time.